Angela Hewitt, welcome to Sunday Night at the TSO. Thank you. It's nice to be here with you. I know the TSO is very much looking forward to having you. It's been a while, but I know that you and the TSO are old friends. Uh, What are you looking forward to about your return? Well, I think at the moment, people are really desperate for live music, you know, two years into this pandemic. And the last time I played in Toronto in Kerner Hall, there was no audience. So it will be very special to have even 500 people in Roy Thompson Hall for each concert. That's wonderful. And so I think the atmosphere will be very very warm and and full of appreciation and of course to work with the players is always a great pleasure yeah now if you don't mind my bringing up two simultaneously unpleasant topics it was worldwide news when the unthinkable calamity happened with your piano being dropped during it was near the beginning of 2020 and i'm guessing that you were not thinking that that year could get any worse uh how have you managed through the dearth of live performance Well, uh, yes, that happened the end of January in Berlin. It was the piano that normally sits in my home in Italy and and that I use really only for recordings when, you know, moved it to Germany and uh, elsewhere when I was recording. People think I moved it all over the world, which, of course, I didn't. I would have been broke long ago had I done that. Anyway, then the pandemic started. My last concert was actually here in Ottawa on March 11th. And then I went back to London after that. And well, instead of traveling the world constantly as I do, I sat at home for several months and I learned a new repertoire. I prepared new projects. I was very much alone for months on end, but I had the company of Beethoven and Bach and many other composers. So I really actually worked very, very hard and prepared two new CDs, one which is coming out now in a few days, my the last CD of my Beethoven cycle on Hyperion, and then the Love Songs CD, which uh, came out a few months ago. And then I did play on Twitter and Facebook every day for at least three months between March and June, short pieces that students and amateurs could play I, uh, and that fitted in the two minute, 20 second limit for Twitter. So I, I did that and it was also company for me and made me feel less lonely. So, but now I'm very happy. I've been very busy since last August, very busy actually touring around and uh, giving concerts in many parts of Europe and, and now Canada and the States. So when you come to Toronto, you've got, as you mentioned, a really nice program, Mozart, Saint-Saëns, Finzi, and of course, Bach. And I'd like to ask you more about your relationship with Bach in particular in a, in a minute. But first, uh, I want to also point out to our listeners that you'll be leading the orchestra as well as performing uh, solos for this program. Is that something you prefer when the repertoire allows to uh, lose the conductor intermediary and do it yourself? Well, it becomes like chamber music. I've done this before with the Toronto Symphony. Some years ago, we did two Bach concertos together. Jonathan Crow was leading, and it was wonderful. It was terrific. We all really enjoyed it. It just gives me more direct contact with the musicians, and they have to really listen to you. And and it's so it is like chamber music. And and I I like doing it, especially with a group that I know. And we have a Mozart concerto, the the K four fourteen. Um, and then we have a Bach concerto to end the program, the E major, which is not so often performed. And then sandwiched in the middle are two short pieces for piano and strings, um, the Finzi Eclogue, which is a beautiful, evocative piece. And then uh, Sassons, the wedding cake caprice. I haven't played that for 40 years. It's sort of a scherzo like for a solo piano with the strings playing a few notes in between. <laughs> but it keeps me very, very busy. It's typical Sassons, but again, very charming and nice to hear a rarity like that, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. And that Finzi, it's so, um, well, you said it, very evocative, very pastoral. What do you think makes this piece very effective? It's not a huge piece, but somehow always very stirring. 
Well, it's it's very poetic. It just says a lot in in a in the short ten minutes. You know, it it sets a certain mood which carries through to the end. But yeah, cool. yeah. Um, and coming back to Bach, that brings me to a brighter side of the last couple of years, which is that you were awarded the Bach Medal by the City of Leipzig, which is given mm-hmm. for service to the legacy of Johann Sebastian Bach. And just to let people know, past recipients have included Nicholas Harnacourt, Gustav Leonhardt, Herwege, Goebel, among other luminaries. Having spent so much of your career inside the world of Bach, what does this award mean to you? Oh, well, it meant, uh, it meant a huge, huge amount. I couldn't actually believe it when I, I got this email all in German and I almost deleted it. I thought it was spam. <laughs> and then I realized it was from the mayor of Leipzig, you know, and telling me about this award. And I was very, very thrilled to bits. My parents would have been so happy. My father, of course, a cathedral organist here in Ottawa and and who visited Leipzig. And, and he was in tears in front of Bach's grave where I played. Uh, yeah, and I have spent more time in my life with Bach than with it really anybody else, <laughs> dead or alive. So to have it, my work recognized in that way was a great thing. And and when they gave me the medal, I played the Goldberg Variations on my new Fazioli, the one that replaced the damaged one. Yes, uh, I, I wanted to ask you about that because, again, yeah. that was a sort of a, a lighter a lighter moment in all of this. And I guess the COVID circumstances have given you time to connect with your new Fazioli? Yeah, it's in my house in Italy at the moment. It did spend the last year in Germany at a friend's house because I couldn't get to Italy all of last year. And and he had a Fazioli already in his humidity controlled room. So instead of sending it to my house in Italy, which would have had no heat on, I sent it there. And the first concert uh, that I gave on it was in the Thomas Church where Bach is buried there in the in the chancel on the floor. And so that was incredibly moving to to play the Goldberg Variations there to wow. the whole world online. Yeah. But anyway, the end of the piano story is a happy one. So that's great. That's wonderful news. I was very happy to read about that uh, when the news came out. Uh, yeah. Just to, to end with the Bach, I mean, I guess I have a couple of questions. One, one very general, which is probably too broad, but what in Bach keeps you so hooked and keeps you focused and inside it and wanting more and more and more? Well, he gives you great joy. Uh, his music is, da- is based on dance rhythms. And when you bring those out, you know, you play a Bach jig or a last movement of this concerto, for instance, and at the end, you just want to dance around the room. And then, of course, there's the beauty of the melodies, the beauty of the harmonies, the perfect architecture, that everything is of such high quality. And then, and then this joy is also related, of course, to the spiritual element uh, in his music, which you, you cannot ignore. Everything was written to the glory of God and... and and even if you you are not a believer, you you have to feel that strength in his music and communicate that. But I think it's just this great quality of joy and comfort. I must say that word as well, because many people write me that my CDs uh, and recordings have given them great comfort in times of trouble or even during the lockdown, you know, whatever. It seems, Bach seems to be the composer that brings the most comfort to people. Well, we very much look forward to the joy that you will bring to Roy Thompson Hall and TSO with the, the Bach Concerto. It's E major, isn't it? E major, yes. Oh, so bright, so so bright yeah, and, and very cheerful. Bright, right. Difficult, well, to play, difficult to play in if you're a string player. If you're a player, you'll know E major is difficult one to play in in tune. <laughs> yes, that's right. But oh, well, thank you so much for joining me and uh, happy travels and, and happy concert. Thank you, Kathleen. Thanks so much. Look forward.